alter ego? I don't know. It, it's uh, I, I don't know <laughs> it what matter. it would be. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric, and I'm not Eric. I'm Michelle. Yes. I'm not gonna mess that up again. <laughs> and today we have for you another stories of high strangeness. Unfortunately, I feel like it's been so long. It has. This is. Two, I think it's, it's been two, like months. two months, right? Yeah, because yeah. we didn't do one last month. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I was not able to get the story from my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law. So I owe you guys that one for next month. I will definitely try and get it for next month. Um, so I do apologize. Um, just, you know, hyping it up, letting that, you know, sit with you guys. <laughs> uh Yeah. Because it, it it's kind of it's it my brother in law's is kind of interesting and and uh, it has to do with my wife's grandfather I mean their grandfather and he's a very active person I feel like so it it's something that I know I'll be able to talk about a little bit more as far as that's concerned but I'm when he excited. says active person he's he means active person on the other side he's yes. not alive no he is not <laughs> but yes he's an active spirit. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm excited to share those with you guys when I do get those stories. So when I do get those stories, you will you will all will be the second probably people to hear it because Michelle will probably hear it first. All right, guys. So as Eric said, this is going to be another episode of Stories of High Strangeness. It's been too long, but I'm super excited about. Well, at least the stories I picked. I'm always excited about stuff, but this this one, this very first one is kind of why I want to start first is like, I'm super excited. Well, then I guess you can start first. I only have three and I mean, I, I like most of the like, uh, so the first one that I'm going to talk about, I thought was interesting. Um, It kind of like goes into like. Anyway, I, it's interesting. Uh, the second one, it's another grandmother one, dude. I, I don't know why. It, it just happens. <laughs> and Wendigo. Oh, it's a Wendigo story. But yeah. Why are you telling me them all? I'm sorry. Anyway. Okay. Well, because <laughs> because I did want to I did want to mention uh, that like the grandmother story ended up coming up, but like all day today, and 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 even yesterday, I was here we go again talking about grandma but okay um it's just i still feel like she's here like you know what i mean like i still to this day like don't feel like she's gone you know what i mean like yeah like i I feel like i could just you can go over to dad's and she's gonna be there yeah or sometimes i'll be at dad's and i feel like i could just walk into the room and she's there or that she'll be there, you know, that I could go talk to her. And obviously that's not the case. And obviously I remember, and I know that she's gone, but I still like, like, I almost feel, and I, this makes me feel bad. I feel like I'm like neglecting her. Like, I feel like I should be going to the hospital to see her. Or I should be going to the nursing home to see her. Or I should be going to dad's house to see her. Like, I feel like she's still here, mm-hmm. but not, but she's not. I, I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. I hope it doesn't mean that she's not, you know, crossed over crossed over yeah like i really hope that's that's not what it means but i do feel like she's like i do feel like she's still here you know what i mean like i like well almost I mean, like she's alive but she's not obviously 
Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I uh, was talking to mom earlier because we we're like, oh, or she's like, I miss Eric. I want to go see Eric. So I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the calendar. And I was like, I can't go literally any time in September, but we we're planning on October. Anyway, it's besides mm-hmm. the point. Um, but when we're, when we're planning that, I was like, okay, and I'll stay with dad. And like for a split second, I was like, and I'll get to see grandma. And it's like, no. So that like the reality like kind of kicks in, but it very much still feels like you said, yeah, like she's alive. She just, we just missed her. Or we just didn't see her today or we just mm-hmm. didn't talk to her, but I don't know. I mean, it, it could just be that she's like hanging ar- around us you know what i mean mm-hmm. like because we need it <laughs> yeah. but so we feel her but we don't we can't see her or maybe it's because we carry her ashes with us <laughs> mm, i mean maybe i will say it was kind of weird but maybe i did it subconsciously and didn't realize when i went to the market like this past weekend mm-hmm. um to to sell my stuff i i, I always have uh the the pendant with her ashes like in my nightstand and i told myself like i always take it with me when i do market and i was Mm -hmm. like okay like don't forget like it's there and uh i was at the market and i was like damn it i forgot grandma's pendant and i was like oh oh well like whatever kind of thing right like can't do anything about it and then so after the first night at the market i was like undressing getting ready for bed and stuff and i folded up my shorts and then grandma's pendant (laughs) fell out of my pocket and i was like i swear to god i didn't i don't i don't remember putting it in my pocket mm-hmm. because i remember thinking like oh damn i forgot it like i didn't i didn't get it i didn't wear it but it was in my pocket something mm-hmm. something happened oh, but i can't remember what happened now uh, but it had something similar happened to me when i was in houston um like i i think i could have sworn I, I had taken it off or something like that and then, and then I dreamt, I don't know, dude, it was weird, but I ended up, I, I don't remember if I had it like on me or if it was like next to me, but I don't remember having like taken it off near me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, it was weird. Like, cause it was, it happened in my dream and then I woke up and then it was like, is it the neck thing? Yes. So you, Do you feel remember? like you're getting choked. Yeah, you told me that you felt like you were getting like choked or something was wrapping around your neck, and like when you woke up, it was the necklace. Or yeah, I think so, and I don't remember having had it. I don't remember, dude. It was something weird like that, but yeah, yeah it was something with a pendant too. Where, yeah, it was just kind of it was strange, but but it could have just yeah. been that I did I did forget to take it off, and because I always I don't ever sleep with it because I'm afraid of breaking it. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like when I like when I'm here at home, I like hang it on on the the lamp, like oh, the yeah. you know how the lamp has like a little thing at the very top. Like I just kind of hook it on there, and it's hanging on the lamp, so it's always next to me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was just just something I brought. I was, you know, I'd been thinking about her since yesterday, and then today I was thinking about it during the day too, and then like this story came up and it was a it's great grandmother but in the story it says but yeah so i was like oh, this keeps popping up like every <laughs> story is a high strangeness i do a grandmother story <laughs> and i don't i don't do it intentionally i don't intentionally look for them i just they just, happen just to be they good just ones. come up yeah so yeah yeah oh. 
So if you guys are getting tired of hearing about our grandmother, we apologize. But I guess no, it's don't. still, you know, it's been a few months, but it's still pretty fresh. Yeah. I mean, like she was like we've mentioned before, she was a huge part of our lives. Um, you know, we grew up basically she she had a big hand in raising us, um, you know, when my mother uh, was in school and our father was working late, you know, we stayed with her until they were free or whatever. And, and, you know, it's it just, it's hard. That's why, that's why I got all chunky monkey when I was in like late elementary, early middle school. Cause we just <sighs> ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner and mountains of food. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Should we get started? I feel like yeah. this is the third the third time that we said we're, we're, we're going to start. start. Yeah. Actually going to start now. Okay, so um, I will start. And this first post that I'm going to read is by FSD-Bishop. And I was super excited. I swear I didn't look for it. Or The weird thing is I had been trying to look for something like this because I had talked about, um, was it Jonathan's? Uh, story that he shared with us and i was mm-hmm. like oh like roof walkers yeah it has to do with like native okay so i stumbled upon this on reddit not when i was looking initially but just like recently it was posted five months ago but um so it's called navajo nation roof people i was like i knew it didn't he say he was navajo or am i tripping um i would have to look at the the messages but I know okay. he did say he was something. I'll, I'll look at you. Start the story. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll read the story. Yeah. Okay. So it says, my brother lives on the Navajo Res, and he always told me stories of what he calls, quote unquote, roof people. People are things that knock on his door. And when he goes to answer, nothing is there. But when he closes the door, he can hear walking on his roof. Now, I went to stay a week at his place on the res. I was staying in the trailer he has next to his place that he used to live in while his home was being built. When around 2 a.m., I heard some rapid knocking. But when I went to answer the door, no one was there. I thought that maybe my brother was messing with me, so I called his name a few times but got no response. So I closed and locked the door. Then I started hearing some walking on the roof. This freaked me out, so I got my gun, as you should, <laughs> and and flashlight and went back outside and shined my light on the roof but of course there's nothing there the next morning i told my brother about my experience and he laughed at me and told me i told you they were real and he said that uh other than being annoying the roof people don't do anything which is exactly what i said i was like i know i've heard this before like it's a thing on reservations and roof walkers um, so i i was just happy that i got validation and no i didn't write this myself <laughs> but were you able to find it yeah he said blackfoot uh okay well close <laughs> not really <laughs> but um, still I, I know it was like i just distinctly remember it being a native american lore and happening on reservations so i think they're um cherokee Mm. Maybe. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but anyway, it was short and sweet. Like, I know it wasn't anything super, like, creepy scary. It's just a little appetizer. But 
I found something that validated what I had said previously, so I just needed to share. Well, here go here. Okay, so here goes this this whole thing again, right? So you're talking about this about the Indian reservation, and then one of the stories that I had chosen actually was talking about Native American stuff, but it was really short, and then they were talking about the Native American stuff in the comments. Um, but I didn't use it because I was like, ah, oh, this is really, really short. So, um, I mean, I can look for it again. I think it should still be here, but I just thought it was funny that one of the stories that I was going to pick, and I guess technically the, one of the last stories is also, I guess could be part of the native American lore and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it, it's just funny that we always end up choosing, you know, stories that are similar, similar or, or like in the same um, like with the same subject matter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. So my turn. Uh, jo- okay, go ahead. So sorry. No, 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 no. I just, I totally missed something about one of my stories when I initially like read through and I like saw it and I was like, <gasps> but you'll, now I have to read this one because I was contemplating whether I was going to do it. Now I have to. Okay, go. Sorry. All right. So this was. <clears throat> from reddit by astinos astinos for me it's called jump off of my last nerve <clears throat> so it starts if you read my series the people in the cemetery then you know that as a small child i could quote unquote see what that means is that i could see hear, and communicate with those whom have crossed over transitioned or died uh there was like a whole little series i didn't read it because i was trying to get these fast (laughs) i might try and look for it later on um, and read the series but i didn't actually read this person's series it was like a three like a four-parter i think oh yeah yeah so um as a teen and young adult i lost those abilities for a while i didn't really care about it and didn't appreciate what some referred to as the gift Since regaining the gift, I have often done readings for people, been able to see what people are trying to hide, and been able to help people contact loved ones on the other side. I don't like to converse with the dead as a rule. Let sleeping dogs lay. However, sometimes it is necessary to bring someone peace. The first time I saw Frank, I was on my way into work at a new job. I was working in an emergency room at a small hospital that no one really came to unless absolutely they absolutely had no other choice it was just that bad as i walked through the er doors there stood this extra tall caucasian blonde hair blue-eyed older gentleman wearing a lumberjack shirt jeans work boots and a hard hat as i approached him i could see the thin stream of blood trickling down from under the hard hat on his left brow no doubt he had been injured while at work but no but not so much that he wasn't alert and oriented I walked up to him and asked, have you been helped? He didn't respond. He simply walked away from me and out the door. The scene repeated itself again the next day. The third day, I knew what he was. This time, I walked up to him and asked, I know you're trying to talk to someone. Who is it and what message are you trying to convey? Ooh. Yeah. He looked at me as if surprised and asked, can you tell Marie something for me? His eyes were sorrowful and full of and full of hurt. I nodded my head in agreement. I started to actually feel his pain and suffering. 
He couldn't cross over until Marie, his daughter, received his message. His pain was so intense that it took everything I had to stifle the tears welling up in my eyes. Can you tell her that I didn't mean it? Can you tell her that she was the light of my life and I love her forever? Can you tell her that for me? I nodded my head yes. Where is she? I asked, looking around to see if anyone was watching. She'll be here in two days. Two days passed. I walked in and was greeted by a new nurse. Her name was Marie. After lunch, I took her into the break room and after getting her permission, I gave her the message. She broke down crying and hugged me so tight, my back cracked. When Mm. she pulled herself together, she informed me that I had described her father. His name was Frank and he was a construction worker. Frank had been hit in the head by a beam and was killed instantly. They'd gotten into a huge argument and hadn't spoken in years. When she was notified of his death, she felt enormous guilt and hurt that she couldn't get over. That she couldn't get over. I only saw Frank one more time after that. He waved at me from across the parking lot. The smile on his face was bigger and brighter than the noonday sun. Mm. So. The first time I read it, I didn't get chills, and I, I might have been a little judgy at the beginning. <laughs> um, but then once once I started reading it, and like once I got to the part where she was like, she asked for permission. <laughs> Here, do you, should I answer? You can yeah. Be on the podcast. Sure. Hey, Dad. Hey, how's it going, girl? Good. Say hello to all our listeners. We're recording an episode, so. <laughs> oh. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Call back later. Uh, Alrighty. I'll give you a call okay. when we're dead. Bye. Alrighty. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, y'all. All right. Bye, Dad. Love you. Uh, yeah. And then once she she started talking about you know how you know she asked for permission before she like gave her the message and didn't just like go up to her and be like you know how like uh yeah the New Jersey. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, well, okay. Uh, And that's what you should do. That's, yeah, yeah, you got to ask her permission. Um, Remind me to talk about something with Ouija boards when we're done. And I just realized we didn't ask Ed or Calvin about Ouija boards. Well, I think I I know (gasps) Calvin's name. I know. I think I would have known Calvin's answer. I can't believe we forgot that. That's so true. I'm going to have to email them or send them a message. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I, I really like that story um, just because, I mean, you kind of just talked about like, oh, I hope grandma's not like stuck here Mm kind of thing. And I like when you said that, I was like, maybe is it now time to like try and get a reading and see what she has to say all right so i had uh earlier i was like oh because well once i read it i'll stop and then we can have a reaction together but um and if i don't react cue it so i can react (laughs) okay i think you'll react (laughs) it'll be a little reaction but something so this next one was posted by zandy r101 like zandy but then there's an r but zandier zandy zandy r 101 anyway it's called my mother's unique and terrifying ghost story i've been meaning to tell this story on here for a while and just now have had the time to tell it 
My mother has some of the most amazing ghost stories I've ever heard, and not just because she's my mother, but because I've heard and collected many stories over the course of my life, and her stories are not only terrifying, but unique. Out of all the ghost stories she has shared with me and others over the years, the one I'm about to tell you stands out the most. My mother was a little girl. When my mother was a little girl, she and her family lived out in McAllen, Texas. Oh, shit. Real Grand Valley represent. I still okay. need to try and find that girl that had the black eyed children experience here in Brownsville. Uh, that's true. That's true. I probably could. But anyway, that was a cool thing. I totally missed that the mom was from McAllen, Texas when I first read through. I don't know how, but I did. Anyway, so uh, she and her family lived out in McAllen, Texas in a small neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Behind the few houses, there is a field full of orange trees, and she and her brothers, all well, as well as neighborhood children um, used to play in them. On this particular day, there is family visiting. My mother and her cousin Patty went out to play in the orange field. She said at the end of the field, there was a dirt road. There with... better not be fucking bells in this story. Bells? Yeah. I want to ask why, but I feel just, like it's going to enter. Okay, go. let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, she said at the end of the field, there was a dirt road with uh, fields across from that. Um, once they reached the dirt road, my mother said that she and her cousin noticed a family walking towards them, a man and his wife, the wife pushing an old timey baby carriage. The family also dressed very old fashioned, like from the late 1800s or so. It's always a ghost from the 1800s. My mother and her cousin stopped and watched them for a moment because they had seen, they had seemed so out of place. However, as they neared both my mother and Patty, the two of them noticed that they were covered in blood head to toe. How do you not notice that from far away, though? Uh, The man apparently noticed my mom and her cousin and tipped his hat at her. (laughs) My mom says that she also looked into the baby carriage from her point of view and noticed it was filled with blood. I was about to say, I bet it's filled with blood. uh, Okay. Okay, um, that was. Oh, when don't I- freak out at this oh, point. Is beyond fucking me. Okay, just that's all I'm gonna say. Like, part of me is like, I don't think I would take off running, but maybe I, I'd I be would. like, yes, you would. What is okay? No, maybe. you would If they were like super chill and he just like tipped his hat, I think I probably would have started running after I saw the baby carriage full of blood. If it was well, October and close to Halloween, I would have been like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. It's like some trick-or-treaters. But if it's, like, not anywhere near Halloween, I'd be like, what the fuck? And you, I don't see how anybody would not run away from that. After I saw the baby carriage, and apparently, after they noticed that it was filled with blood, that was when her and her cousin ran off screaming back to the house. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Um... My mother told her family that they had what they had seen, and they all went out to the back porch. But because of the orange field, no one could see anything. My great uncle picked up my mother and put her on his shoulders and asked her if she could still see him. To which my mother replied, "Yes." My mother said she saw them walk down the road and into the nearby forest, and that was the last time she ever saw them. There's no forest in the valley, but the Monte uh, maybe Monte probably. Okay. Monte just being like shrubs, heavily wooded, um, like, like mesquite trees. trees and... Yeah, yeah. Um, I have been wanting to do more research on this place, but have yet to ask my mom where about where about it was. 
Um, last time she told me the story, she said as far as she knew, all the houses had been torn down as well as the orange field and that there's a hotel there. I'm extremely interested in seeing if anyone in that area has seen what my brother and her cousin saw and if the hotel is haunted. I will be contacting my mother in the morning to gather more information more information such as where where it was and maybe Reddit's help. Street names. Yeah. Um, we might be able to come up with some incident that happened back in the old days that might give my mother and I some sort of explanation. Regardless, I wanted to share my story, the story with everybody. So yeah. Um, Dude, imagine the, the imagine the family walking through the hotel like all bloody and just being like tipping his hat to like yeah, guests that's... and shit. Well, that's why I was like, I'd be like super confused. Like if, if they were just calm, like walking around, like super chill, covered Bloody, in blood and he just, you'd be, well, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a normal thing. I wouldn't say it was normal, but like, I'd probably like not keep walking and kind of stop and just look at like, what the hell am I looking at right now? And then if he tipped his hat, I'm like, this is very odd. And then if I, yeah, obviously looked in the baby carriage and it'd be like, I'm about to die or get possessed and then take off running. But I would think more true crime than a ghost. Wouldn't you? I mean, what, like. What, how how would that not be ghost? I mean, I'm sure it'd be like something happened, right? But like, how would it not be? Because they're covered in blood. Like. So you think like. They I would just think got that away they like murdered a, murder? a baby. Uh, and then they just like had a psychotic break and then we're just like walking baby normal. Carriage. Yeah. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Drugs? Drugs will do that to you. Yeah. Bath salts, dude. Uh, bath salts. <clears throat> um, oh, there was something in there that. Oh, no. The reason I asked about the bells is because I there was another story that I had chosen that was oh. super long. And I was like, okay, this could be kind of good. Like, there's bells in, in, in the forest, and then, like, he's hearing bells, and then, then it, like, something else happened, like, to where something came behind him and his boss, and then this pond that was regular colored one day was, like, like red the next day. But he said mm-hmm. that that could have been algae. So, like, he was like, debunking his own story. So, I was just like, yeah, this isn't that interesting. Uh, so I took it away. So I was like, man, if these bells come out in your fucking story too, like uh, that would have been crazy. And then I would phenomenon. have had, to, yeah. Then I would have had to read it. And yeah, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what hotel and where, like, exactly what area. And I guess, yeah, find out if there was anything pertaining to a baby and. Uh, Oh, dude, Get it's because whole family getting murdered. Yeah, it's because it just reminded me of another story that my brother-in-law told me that happened with his daughter. I guess I can tell that one too, right? Like as part of the stories of high strangeness, it was kind of it's kind of uh, interesting. I don't want to mess it up, but it's that one's kind of short and hard to mess up. So I guess I can share it today, mm-hmm. unless uh, you want me to share it like when I share the other one as well, because it doesn't really it doesn't have to do anything with that. I mean. I'll share it in a little bit. Okay. Let's get these, through these stories, and I'll share that one at the end. Okay. <clears throat> Just remind me. Don't let me forget. Uh, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is um, My Great-Grandmother by Ten, ten, 
tend to oh no. Uh, something like that. Um, and it was actually just nine hours ago. They just put the story up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, my great grandma. So for setting, this story took place when I was around three or four. My mom, a woman who strongly refuses ghosts exist. I think it might be another case like, you know, Carlos, maybe. <laughs> or did, was that getting cut out? I think that wasn't even in here. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, my mom, and, uh, a woman who strongly refuses ghosts exist, is the one that told me of this encounter. Apparently, this happened uh, several times throughout my childhood. I had repressed much of it, so I don't remember anything from, from it before the age of 10. But I always get a familiar feeling when I see photos of her. Anyway, on with the story. So like I said above, the story specifically, specifically takes place when I was three-ish. So I was able to talk and play. But on this specific day, my mom had left me uh, to play alone in my playroom while she went to the kitchen to make lunch. The kitchen was on the other side of the house, but she kept a baby monitor in my playroom so that she could keep on uh, keep an eye on me while she had to do other stuff around the house. Sorry. At first, she didn't think much of it when she started to hear me talk and laugh. She figured I was just using my imagination. Wanting to witness, witness this for herself, she came back to my playroom just to peek in for a minute. That's when my mom said she started to get an odd feeling. She popped her head through the crack of the door and she saw me looking up at something as I spoke again. I had called the thing I was looking at grandma. Confused, mm. my mom asked me who I was talking to. So obviously I smiled and said, grandma, only for my mom to tell me both of my grandmas are at their houses. But she said that I then gave her a confused look and said, no, the one in the pretty red dress. The only photo any of us have framed of her is a photo of her in the late 60s from before she died, wearing a long red dress with a white lace at the neckline. My great-grandma died before I was even born. Like I said above, my mom doesn't believe in ghosts, but to this day, she gets uneasy talking about it. And to this day, every time I see a photo of my dead great-grandma, I feel a sense of familiarity, like I knew her. Long story short, don't have kids because they attract ghosts. <laughs> I have actually heard heard that because I was like having like strange feelings when I started taking care of like this this other new family or newish family like the kids uh -huh. and I'm like something is in this house and my mentor was like a lot of the time when a, a new baby is born like past family members will like come and hang out in the house because they just like want to see the new baby hmm. I was like oh so I mean makes sense yeah and then kids are just sensitive to all that so even more so if you can they can start talking then yeah i'd be down i'd be like yeah that probably is your grandma cool say hi tell her we love her <laughs> <laughs> like let me know what else she has to say yeah uh i literally can't wait for it i, I so hope it happens <laughs> it'd be interesting i mean like we've mentioned before uh, you know kids are just more open i guess to those things their minds are open it's like yes. baby geniuses yeah. Like after like two or three, like they're just their genius goes away. <laughs> they become or normal. also boss baby. Isn't that happened to boss baby too? Also I, I never I never saw it. Oh. So maybe I vaguely remember. Anyway, not important. 
Um, so for whatever reason, the title and whoever wrote this next story got deleted. So I apologize. But it it kind of I feel like we keep talking about stuff and then it comes out in the stories. So just wait for this one. Anyway, uh, the following happened when I was about 13. So a good chunk of time ago. And it's always bothered me. At the time, my family lived in a 200-year-old house near the town cemetery. Well, recipe for disaster. I can tell you that already. Strange things always seem to happen. (laughs) But this incident was really out there. It was about 1 a.m. or so. There's a first mistake. Or third? Third. Third, right? (laughs) 200-year-old house, cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was just existing. Um, it was about 1 a.m. or so, and I remember waking up after feeling, hold on, it was about 1 a.m. or so, and I remember waking up after feeling like something was off, just off. Uh, I can't explain the feeling. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I woke up to my cat growling, mm. then I heard it. A str- I'm getting chills because I already know what happens. A strange tapping. Like five fingernails tapping on glass. Now, the windows in the house were huge, floor to ceiling. I hate that. I also lived on the second floor. No trees were near the house. I remember looking to my window and seeing a little boy about 10 years old. Oh, (laughs) my God, dude. And then as you say that, I immediately turn to the second floor window that's right next to me. I obviously did not see a little boy. Yeah, there's a tree, but there's like this little white spot and just paradelia or whatever the fuck that word is. You see that I never figured out what the other term they used to use was. Uh, It gets better. Oh, great. He was crouched down, tapping on the glass with one hand and smiling. His skin was unnaturally pale. His hair and hands were pitch black and he had no eyes, just black voids from his brow to his cheeks. We stared at one another for what seemed like a few minutes before my cat dove for the window. The boy just phased from outside my window to the driveway and ran off. The motion oh, light came on. Phase into the fucking room. I know, dude. seriously. Imagine I don't think this guy. I don't think this guy would be writing the story had he phased inside. <laughs> would have had a heart attack and died. Oh, I mean, and then if it's a black child, black. Well, go. Oh my god. Just go <laughs> okay. go go. The motion light came on as he ran by, but he literally vanished when he reached the shadows. I have no clue what the boy was, but I wasn't scared of him at the time. More like, oh, how did he get up here? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Yeah. But thinking back on it, it gives me the creeps. No. Dude, when you said little boy, like I literally got chills all up and down my spine and my legs. Like it's not even funny. So maybe he didn't go in because you know how you have to invite the black eyed children in? Yeah. So maybe that's why he couldn't phase in. But I I like so badly just freaked myself out that like. You don't want to be I, in your closet anymore? I don't want to be in my closet. And knowing that, like, there's still my whole room, another closed door, a long hallway, and then Carlos, like, that bothers me. <laughs> like, I almost hope he comes to bed soon. Because... I was about to say something, but I don't want to freak you out. No, 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 no. You already freaked me out. You already freaked me out. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, like, having a panic attack. 
Uh, I'm like literally freaking myself out really badly because like when when we're I mean you know when you have the headphones like you literally can't hear anything yeah. other than what's in the headphones so like oh god no okay I'm gonna stop talking I'm gonna stop talking <clears throat> I am freaking myself <laughs> anyway I really like this story um I thought it was yeah, creepy as fuck it was super creepy as fuck that was a good because, story because like even think about it even if like let's say it wasn't like a black eyed kids or 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 a ghost like. Even just a regular ten-year-old child with Dude, eye makeup and like, stuff like that's still creepy. You know, you know, like how how you always say that I always like twist shit into like the most scariest. Like, yeah, it, I can't top that, dude. Like that yeah. is that's <laughs> fucking scary. I mean, I could have made your story worse. Like, no, you were just, no, don't do but it. I'm not going to. But but I I can't make that worse, dude. Like, uh, uh, you're on the second floor. You see a fucking kid crouched down in the window like smiling at you tapping with all five Shut that's up. like something yes. out of a scary movie like you're you're looking out your window right now yeah. too, right like you're, yeah i can see your eyes like you're like <laughs> I, i'm <laughs> looking imagining and like i'm I'm seeing the fucking uh, kid in my window right now and giving myself chills like it sucks <laughs> but i mean luckily i don't see anything Stop. Yeah, I don't even know how you're still staring. It's like one I of those things i not like, stare anymore <laughs> dude like it's just i like my eyes are drawn to the window now I don't even know how you have the window open. Be well, closed. because I had. Well, no, it's not open. Open. It's like, but the dro- the, the blinds. The, the blinds are up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <clears throat> Ooh, anyway, oh, because, I, I, because I I did the the Palo Santo and I had the window oh. open right before, so gotcha, I didn't bring gotcha. the thing down. Uh, yeah, I hated the story, and by hated, I mean loved I loved it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. That's like I think one of the best stories that we've told, or that you know. That have been yeah. chosen for stories of high strangeness. Well, now I'm like, should I have just ended on that? But <laughs> I still have one more. But we'll see. Well, let me tell you, the the, the my brother in laws is pretty good too. Oh, yeah? I mean, it's not. I, well, I don't know. It's not this, but it's still pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it yeah. But let's move on. The Wendigo. Okay. Okay. So this is um, from Hyper Patient uh, from six days ago. This is a Wendigo story. I'm shaking. I was so I guess this recently just happened. I thought this was like from some time ago. Hmm. But this literally happened, happened. and now they're like writing it. Yeah, yeah. It says, "I'm shaking. I was just outside with my cousin making s'mores. We were sitting in the dead of night. It was nearly 11 p.m. and we were at a cabin in North Wisconsin on a lake." It was completely silent. We heard a couple splashes in the lake by our dock. It sounded like someone was swimming. A couple minutes later, we heard a loud childlike scream in the distance. Without thinking, I sprinted for the door. It was locked, so I ran to all the way around to the front door. We still had the marshmallows in our hands, and we went down to the back door, <laughs> ran out to grab everything we left, and now I'm inside. Thinking about this, why would a child be outside screaming at 11 p.m.? I started mm. to research. I started to research the Wendigo. Apparently, it's a demon who imitates people to lure their victims in. We also learned that it dwells around the Great Lakes. What the hell? Please help. Does it? That was that short. Was, um, it was, yeah, but I don't know about the whole, that whole part. I mean, it, it might be like a region uh, in somewhere in that region, but I know it's like also like a Native American thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was, you know, that I was bringing up to, you know, the other thing about the, well, 
Also because the other story that I had talked about was also they were on the second second or third floor and they saw green glow glowing gold gold eyes and they heard growling. And then somebody mentioned and then that's when they were talking about in the dog and like about the dog man or something about a werewolf and that the house was built on Native American grounds. But this, I'm not sure. It's a cabin in the woods and um, but it also reminded me of of uh, La Lechusa. You know how we talked oh. about how she also makes crying baby sounds to lure people out yeah. and then like snatches them up at night. Yeah. So that also kind of that brought it could that. have been that too. Well, I mean, I don't know if it I, it could have been, but well, you know how they it's like region specific or whatever. Yeah. Well, and and that's what I was gonna say is like I feel like a lot of I guess cultures or whatever have their. Uh, like creatures and stuff but mm-hmm. like a lot of it is pretty similar yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah all right so uh let's see this is by ecstatic underscore ad underscore 6897 it's called my son my grandma and a place called cryptodon i don't know we'll see in parentheses it starts deathbed phenomena My grandma lived to be 99 years old and passed about eight years ago. I I don't know why I also picked a grandmother's story, but this is very different. (laughs) I am now in my 40s, and to this day, I've never quite felt a connection to another human being as I shared with her. My wife was around two months pregnant with our first child when I had gotten word that my grandma wasn't doing so well. I was crushed that she likely wouldn't be able to meet my firstborn child. At this point, I lived across the country from where my grandma was, just started a new career, and my mom told me my grandma had developed bad dementia and suggested it was okay to stay home and handle my priorities versus seeing her in this state. I ultimately decided to stay home to help my pregnant wife. Um, So my grandma hung on for a couple of months, and then she passed, and a few months later, our son was born. Now, this is important detail for later. My son has these insanely piercing bright blue eyes and platinum blonde hair. Fast forward six months or so, and I'm in my son's room one night, trying to get him to sleep. He was in his crib and uh, and suddenly turned his head a bit to look up towards the corner of the ceiling. That's your first mistake, was having a child. (laughs) Uh, Almost as if startled. Then he started laughing hysterically, like so hard he could barely catch his breath. I'm following his line of sight and looking up there. There's no nearby pictures or decorations up there, just a blank wall in the corner of his room. The next day, it happened again. So I went to get my wife from the other room so she could see how hard he was laughing. She told me that he was doing the same thing during the day the whole week while I was at work. It became a regular occurrence multiple times a day and borderline creepy because he was clearly seeing something up there. A couple of months later, my mom came to visit. One night, she's helping me get my she's helping me get my son ready for bed, and we get into a conversation about my grandma's last days, particularly how her dementia was getting worse and worse as it went on until this one specific day. Here's the kicker: she tells me this one day she goes to visit my grandma, and she's in bed, her feet dancing back and forth with a huge smile on her face, and it's the first somewhat normal conversation they've had in about a month mom this is a conversation between both of them Mm -hmm. so mom um wow you're so happy today grandma yeah my friend came to visit me again mom who's that 
Grandma. The boy with the penguins. Mom. Oh, is he a boy visiting someone in the nursing home? Grandma. No, he lives there. Or he lives in there. Then she points to the corner of her room near the ceiling. To humor her, my mom asks what he looks like. Grandma. The boy with blue eyes and white blonde hair. He's going to visit me every day now. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, my jaw is practically on the floor. She proceeds to tell me how from that day forward, it's all my grandma will talk about. Every single day until she dies, a blue-eyed boy with penguin friends who lives on a tropical island in the wall in the wall, and pops in to visit her. I then tell my mom about my son and the giggling in the ceiling. We're both shocked at the coincidence, and I asked, what's with the penguins? My mom has no clue, neither do I. I want to believe, uh, at this point, my grandma and son are somehow sort of otherworldly connected. But the rational side of me is like, she had dementia. Babies do weird stuff sometimes. (laughs) And penguins in tropical islands make no sense. But here's a second kicker, if I can't, and I can't deny it after this. Woo! You ready? You ready? Mm. Oh, there's still quite a bit. Okay. (laughs) Um... Fast forward, my son is roughly four and a half. Out of the blue, he starts talking about this place where he used to live before he was born called Cryptodon every single day. This is my best interpretation of spelling it. So it's K-Y-P-T-O-D-O-N. He says Cryptodon is like, I hope I'm saying it right. He says Cryptodon is like a planet, but not near Earth and where people can fly and animals talk, among many other details. I listened to his stories about it, and I'm happy he's uh, has a big imagination. At this point, I had forgotten about the penguins. One day, I'm going through an old photo album and see a pic of my grandmother. I call my son over to see to come see the picture, and this is the first time I'm ever showing him a picture of my grandma. He says, "I know her. She's my friend from Cryptodon." Ooh, I got chills again. Oh my god. <laughs> My hair stands up and I give me, ask Give him, me a second. I don't okay. mean to stop you, but... You're good. Okay. I just had to... I just had to make sure that the air was on, like, was blowing because, like, for the... Since the beginning of the story or a little bit before, like, my whole left side was, like, super cold and, like, I felt like just coldness right here but the ac's on so it's it's blowing cold air so i'm like okay that's what it is debunked yes stamped it okay uh it's his friend from cryptodon yeah i know her she's my friend from cryptodon my hair stands up and i ask him to tell me more about her and he says she came over and ate pineapples with me and my penguins on my island when i lived there I then burst into tears as the details of my mom's story came rushing back to me. I feel like the probability of all this being only coincidence is nearly impossible. I don't know what it all means, but I'm grateful to be able to finally share this. Thanks for reading. And then there's an edit. And he says, wow, thanks for the positive responses. I've always been hesitant to put this out there because it is very personal to me. My son is now seven years old and rarely talks about Cryptodon. And if I ask, he says he remembers and will acknowledge it. Just nowhere near the level of detail he once did. I left out so, so many details to try and keep the post short. He drew literally hundreds of pictures of it, and I've saved most in a binder. He talked about it for hours at a time on on a daily basis until he was around six. 
He asked me once if I remember being there. I said no, and he said, we've traveled there together for a long, long time. I asked how long, and he said, higher than people can count. He also claimed he was once my dad a long time ago. Hmm. Interesting. My wife, right? My wife bought him a stuffed animal when he was a newborn, a gray elephant. He named it Ellie. When he was older, he told us that there was an elephant on his island that taught people to travel to other places, and that since his mom gave him the stuffed animal, that's how that's how he knew he was in the right place. I know this ultimately proves nothing, but I will say when you're a parent, you know the difference when you see your child speak with true conviction. Thanks again. Wow. That was another really good story. <laughs> now I have to bring down the house with uh, the story I'm about to tell. Well, hold on. Well, let's just stay on this little high note here for a second. Um, I, well, I believe in reincarnation. So like, as far as like that, the son saying that he was a dad at one point, like that tracks, because I think we've Mm -hmm. talked about like that we all kind of just like rotate through lives together. Sometimes you're a sibling. Sometimes you're just a friend. Sometimes you're a significant other whatever. But I mean, I don't necessarily know about a place called cryptodon but i mean they say that there's like we go to a certain place and we like hang out and then we like come back and all us like soul families just kind of know each other and zip in and out of lifetimes together so hey and maybe somewhere in these these galaxies and universes there's a planet called cryptodon i know what do we know right yeah that's pretty cool though i i liked it all right, bring down so, the house. I'm ready. All right. So uh, let's talk about another child who uh, saw shit when she was a baby. Um, so my niece, uh, my wife's niece, is now my niece through marriage, right? Um, so my brother-in-law. This is uh, this is a story from Chuy Torres um, mm. or Jesus Torres. Uh, so he was talking the day that he was, you know we were discussing some stuff. Um, he was talking to me about how they had just moved from, they had just had their daughter. She was like maybe a year old or something like that. Um, and they had just moved from his parents' house to uh, his wife's parents' house who they literally live across the street. Um, and they started living in this room upstairs. And before, uh, I guess they had just built the second floor. And so you could kind of see out to like this monte, like this wooded area. Because mm-hmm. these other houses that are back there weren't there previously. Um, I can't remember if they were staying in the same room as a, as a little girl, but they remember her like one day she just started crying, like just tear. Like it, it sounded like they were, somebody was doing something to her. So I just got chills thinking about it because mm-hmm. when he told me, like, I got like major chills, and especially being so close to where yeah. the story actually happened. Um, and so he, they go into the room to see what's going on with the, with with the little girl, and she was just like she was staring off into the corner and just like terrified. And uh, they they said that she used to they used to hear her talking to somebody uh, and that it would happen from time to time where she would just wake up terrified. 
Um, I don't think she spoke, so I don't think she ever said a name. But um, and I think my my brother in law has abilities too because uh, some of the stuff that he's told me, like I, I'm pretty sure he he's able to experience and see things. Um, but so backtracking a little bit, he said that a few days before. Or, you know, or some time before he had seen some dude, um, like just super bummed out. He was walking towards that wooded area with a rope. And I guess a few hours later, some people had gone to look for him and they ended up finding him hung in the woods or the, the monte in the back. Yeah. And, um, so so yeah and 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 from the from that room you could see out to that monte into that wooded area where he hung himself um so there was like kind of like a direct line of sight to where that was at right and they he remembers like he was telling me that he remembers just it just being really depressing and and that the um my niece was just sad all the time. She just had this look on her face. And so they were like, you know what? Let's just get out of the house. Let's go to um, one of like the malls here. They had a little carousel and let's put her on the carousel, you know, just so she can, you know, have some fun or whatever. And so they put her on the carousel and they took a picture of her and they, I tried to look, I didn't see anything in the picture. Um, yeah, so unfortunately I, I did try and find something, but I didn't see anything. Uh, but she looks so sad. Like she just, there was like the saddest that she's, you know, you know, had ever looked. And, um, I don't know how it came up. Uh, but I guess my, my brother-in-law must've like gotten a feeling that it was that guy that was kind of like, that's, that's what my goddaughter or not goddaughter she's not my goddaughter um my niece was seeing um so he spoke with his grandmother and asked her if she thought that this was what it could have been this is the same lady that had done the exorcism that i've told you guys oh, about yeah, yeah. so um she said just he like got holy water told him to you know spread holy water throughout the room and throughout the house and just to pray and pray for him and you know um just to try and for him to be at peace. So then, you know, my brother-in-law prayed and, and as I mentioned before, he was a seminary before. So he was, he had, he was studying to become a priest prior to him getting married and having kids and stuff like that. So he started to pray and he started to pray for him and, you know, um, that he, he can't imagine, you know, what, um, he experienced or like what led him to take the, like to make the decisions that he had made, but you know, that he hoped that he could be at peace now and that, you know, he needed to, to move on and stuff like that. And, you know, he just prayed for him, yeah. did the holy water and stuff like that. And and after that, you know, my niece's mood kind of started to change. And, you know, she started to, you know, become more of a happy child again after that. So um, so an attachment, basically, <clears throat> is what you're trying to Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I don't know if she's ever experienced anything after that um 
uh, I know she's like, listen, she tried to listen to the podcast, but um, <laughs> she gets kind of scared sometimes oh. too. So she, how old is she? <clears throat> she's going to be 15. Oh, okay. Okay. She's not like little. No, she's not little anymore. But okay. um, I think they listen to grandma's episode because it's in Spanish. In Spanish, yeah. But I don't think they listen to the whole thing. They were just like, no, nope, that's okay. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Funny. So, um, but yeah, so it was a story. Like when he told me, I was just like, wow, dude, like it was super impactful. Mm. And uh, my my mother-in-law was like, we should uh, like, you know, we shouldn't provoke these kinds of things and gave us rosaries and stuff. So I have a rosary now. Um, <laughs> he just like had rosaries just laying around. Yeah, like, you're no, talking she, about demons. Yeah. Here's a rosary. Here's you're a talking ro- about yeah, evil like, things. Here's, I mean, here's, a rosary. here's a rosary and here's uh, how to you get a rosary. You get a rosary. Yeah. How to uh, like pray Banish the rosary, evil. like how to pray the rosary and like all the, you know, how there's rules yeah. and there's like different things that you're supposed to read, like in different sections of the rosary and, and all the prayers that are involved in praying the rosary. So yeah, we we got we each got a rosary. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was it was um it just he told it so much better, obviously, because he experienced it. But yeah. And I wish I I, I would have been smart enough to press record on my phone to to gra- get it, you know. But uh I mean I hope I sort of did it justice. It, it just it was you know like oh man i can't imagine like somebody hangs themselves like i don't know like 40 yards 50 yards from where you live like you know they're roaming around everywhere yeah i mean i feel like if you and and the thing is he saw him like walking to the woods with the rope but like like, yeah you just don't like and no well he said he goes i had a bad feeling but like, what are you going to do? Like, hey, dude, don't stop. Like, you yeah. know, you, like you may get a feeling, but then you doubt yourself. You know what I mean? You like yeah. you doubt. You're like, oh, man, they, I mean, I, he's not going to go hang himself. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would have stopped him either. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably not. Because I don't know. There, there's that whole like mentality of like mind your own damn business kind of thing. Yeah. And then so, like, part of me says, like, I probably would have just been like, yeah, I'm just going to mind my own business. I don't know what he's going to do. But. He could be, like, fucking working on his lassoing or some yeah. shit in the yeah. woods. Yeah. But then I mean, also. to make like, like, the situation, but, like. You no, know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, also my true crime brain would have been, like, he's going to go tie somebody up. Yeah. And then. Um, I mean, that is very possible, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it no. I was gonna say maybe I would have called the cops and been like, "Hey, I saw this suspicious man walking into the woods." I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done honestly. But now hearing the story, I feel like if I were to see a situation like this, I probably would do something. Yeah. But yeah, that was very depressing. Uh, you really brought down the house, and you suck. Sorry. Uh, so let's talk about Kryptonon. I'm just kidding. I don't even <laughs> think I said it right. Cryptodon. Cryptodon. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Those are some fun stories. Yeah, I liked your two those those two stories that you told were, were really good, yeah. You're welcome. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm still staring at my window. I don't know how you I, I'm honestly I might just call Carlos to just walk into the bedroom and then I'll open this closet door. 
because I can almost guarantee you there's something outside this closet door right now. He's like, Carlos. And then he comes into the room. He's like, what's up? It's like, oh, nothing. I just needed you to come into the room. Good. You just had to open the door to <clears> banish <throat> whatever evil is outside this <laughs> closet door right now. Standing in the hallway, crouched, uh, laughing, smiling, tapping. Oh, my goodness. I have to share this meme. I'm probably going to share this meme before anybody hears this episode, though. So you'll know what meme I'm talking about when I post it. It's funny. You'll see it maybe tomorrow, Eric. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start wrapping up. Where can people find us? All righty. So, guys, if you want to get a hold of us or whatever, you can go to webelievedyou.com. Uh, there's a little button there where it says contact us. You can contact us there. You can uh, share your stories like my brother-in-law has, except he did it in person. So I didn't record it, but you guys can share them on that contact us page. You can let us know if you want to be interviewed or if you have any ideas for a deep dive that you want us to do, you can share it through there as well. Uh, you can also do that by going to our social medias, our social medias, which are also on there. Um, you can like comment, share all our posts, uh, share the stuff on Facebook, you know, get spread the word on. We believe to you. Uh, or you can go to the little listen page and choose any one of those uh, locations there to listen to the podcast. You can also give us a five-star review on uh, Apple podcast. It helps get us up in the rankings so you can find us a little bit easier. And if you feel so inclined, there's a donate button as well. Uh, you can also buy some merch if you want. There's hoodies, there's caps, there's t-shirts and they all look very cool because Michelle designed them. So make sure you guys go to our website, share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?